Welcome everyone. Bullish Project Week Six. We're doing this podcast, and I, I'm super pumped to just every Monday sit down, have about 30 minutes to an hour to myself to talk to you and future me who can look back on this podcast and just think, man, that's where I was six months ago, a year ago. Look where I'm at now. Because every single time I notice this pattern of, oh, I can't wait until I get to this point. And then when I get to this point, then I always want to get to the next point, which is good sometimes because you always want to have something to chase. And what's cool is you never really realize how far you go until you're there and you look back. It's just interesting to me. So welcome again, episode six. This week, I wanted to introduce this episode with like a question. And I'm not really sure how I want to do this in terms of if I want to have a set structure for the podcast, like weekly bits or um, a certain beginning, middle, end type structure, but we're just going to flow with it. And as soon as I get a lot of episodes under my belt, we can see how everything works. But my first uh, bit per se for this episode is going to be a weekly check-in. And the question I have with that is is for you to actually ask yourself, because I won't be able to hear your answer, obviously, even if you scream through your phone or through your computer, I won't be able to hear it. But I know that you're you're answering it because when I ask this question, I know you're going to think to yourself and really dig deep for the answer. But my question is take a step back, take a few minutes for yourself and just think how do I feel this week? How do I feel today? This moment? What is around me? What are my scenarios right now? What are what situation am I in? And think about all of those different layers in your life that contribute to either your happiness or your unhappiness. And, and really dig deep to try to figure out why. I feel like most people do not try to figure out what is causing them unhappiness or, or even what is making them happy. They don't pay attention to the right things. They might be just stuck in a routine where they're not necessarily happy, but that's all they know. So they just stick to that routine. Or maybe that's not even all they know. Maybe it's more of that's what they're comfortable with, even if they're unhappy, which sounds weird to say, but it's familiar. And you know, I'm I'm not necessarily victim of it, but I'm a routine creature. Humans are routine creatures, right? So you get into a routine, and you you say you get off work, you come home, you have your routine of you know like changing into other clothes, putting your keys on the key ring. That's what I do, right? Those are my routines, and even though they're really small, and it's not necessarily going to make me happy or unhappy by doing that particular routine. But it's things like that, right? You get into going to work every day and then hating your job so much that you get off work and you just want to do unhealthy things, right? It could be drugs to take away the pain. It could be just surrounding yourself in an unhappy scenario, whether it's listening to music or watching sad stuff on YouTube, whatever it is, because I've been there. And to comfort me, my big thing was to watch or listen to something that 
sounded familiar to me and what I was going through in that time frame. And the way you grow from that is to be uncomfortable because those situations where you are going through whatever you're going through, in order to move past that, you kind of have to get a helping hand from somebody else who, who brings you out of it. And that could be my podcast. For example, myself, when I get down, I turn on other people's podcasts. I turn on happier stuff. I find what I'm interested in and I watch it in video form or audio form. I listen to it. And sometimes all it takes is for somebody else to be like, hey, it's okay. Let's do this. Let's keep going. Because I will say the reason why I think this podcast is going to be dope and it already is dope for me is because I know that I can be 100% myself and I know that I can be authentic as an average guy to be relatable to some of you guys listening to this. And to that point, my answer to that question, I'll go ahead and give you guys insight to what I'm dealing with because this week wasn't necessarily good or bad for me, but it wasn't, here, I'll rephrase. It wasn't necessarily good, but it wasn't necessarily bad. It was it was super like mid. It was like super neutral. And I would say even for the most part, it could have been leaning more towards bad in terms of mental health this week. Physical health, you guys might be able to tell, but I'm a little bit sinusy, a little bit um, not well. I think it's seasonal changes with my uh, either allergies or seasonal sickness, whatever it is. Um, and I just got over a really bad cough in the last like 12 hours, I think. Um, I didn't even go to work today because I was sick and now I'm recording this podcast 10.09 at night because I need to get it done and I'm going to stay true to my word of doing this on Mondays. I think Motivational Monday is a real thing. We all need to, to find a reason to go into work on a Monday or, or go do something on a Monday. I feel like Monday has a bad stigma. I'm trying to reverse that for most of you because I love Mondays personally just because I, you know, I work in retail, so my Mondays are not always on Monday, theoretically. But I always try to think of it as another opportunity to do something great. And it doesn't even have to be Monday. A lot of people like Fridays, but why do we wait till Friday to try to get something done? So my podcast is on Monday for that reason. And we call it Motivational Monday. It kind of fits in with the theme of podcast. I like it. So anyway, ask yourself that question. What is holding me back? You know, it's kind of like an 18-layer question because it's like 18 questions in one, but we're going to go with it, you know? What's holding you back? What are you feeling in this particular moment? What could you change? What can you not change? Because that's even the more important question. What can you not change about your scenario? And once you identify all of that, your worries just get lifted off your shoulders. It's incredible. So ask yourself that question and then just kind of think about it as we go through this episode because I'm going to have... Hopefully, another question by the end of the episode, because that was what I wanted to ask at the end of the episode, because I do like the weekly Q&A type stuff. But I felt like that was a nice intro question this week. So we're going to switch it up a little bit and go from there. So ask yourself that. Think about it during the episode. And if you want to reach out to me personally through email or through my Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, if you know me, just reach out to me on anything that you have me added on. And if you don't have me added on anything, just email me, bullishprojectpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to have it featured on the podcast, I do answer questions every week, just like the one I just did. 
And I'd love to be able to bring you more value for your specific scenario. If you're going through something, I want to be able to help, right? This week, not only was it tough mentally, especially today, I felt very gloomy today for no particular reason. It was just nothing going on. You know, I was I was sick, didn't go to work, so I wasn't busy all day. I just sat around and did nothing. So that was part of the reason why I wasn't feeling too great mentally. And then physically, I have a minor sickness that I'm getting over, which is nice. I'm almost done with that. But even for myself, I have to to keep myself in check sometimes and ask myself those questions and put myself into a position where I can almost be the person asking the question and then simultaneously answer it. Because there's there's people that do Q&As all the time. Gary Vaynerchuk is one of them, one of my biggest idols in terms of business and and mental, you know, strengths and motivational stuff. Super great guy. I look up to him for all my stuff. And he always talks about, you know, Q&As and, and always does things for other people in terms of specific scenarios. He has a show called Tea with Gary V, which is incredibly clever. And he does that for free, just offering his advice. Because he has a mindset that's just all across the board. This is how he thinks. And for the most part, that's me too. I'm very consistent with that. But that's my check-in. You know, I haven't been doing too well. And now that I'm kind of getting back into my normal routine, my Monday stuff, I'm pretty excited because it keeps me accountable and it keeps me looking forward to something. So anyway, long intro, but we're going to go with it. This week, since Easter was yesterday, which I kind of thought about this, this is an interesting like joke slash dad joke slash random thought that I had. Somebody said happy Easter on Facebook, which I don't even remember who it was because it's not important. But for some reason, randomly, I just thought about East in the Easter. And I understand Easter and what it is. It's religious and you know all that stuff, which most people celebrate for that reason. Me, you know, I, I'm kind of neutral on that stuff without getting into it too much. I just like to see my family and I like everybody else who likes to celebrate it their way to just celebrate it their way and everybody is happy and that's good with me. But I took the word East out of it and I was like, you know, for some, because I know why they call it, I know what Easter is, right? I know the history of it. But in my mind, I was like, why do they call it Easter? What, you know, what if it was the West Coast? And then my, my brain went to SpongeBob, if you guys remember the episode where he's like, East, I thought you said Weast. And something in like, maybe like the West Coast was like Happy Weaster or something. It was just like this random thought I had. Anyway, I wrote that down as a minor thought for this episode. I wanted to talk about it because Easter was yesterday. So interesting, you know, Easter, Weaster, kind of funny SpongeBob reference, if you guys understand that. Anyway, today's episode is going to be about a few different things. If we were to summarize it into one thing, it would probably be legacy. And I think there's a few different things that go into legacy. Is it raining outside? I think it is. Sorry about that. It's just like this weird sound. It's like, sounds like raindrops on an awning or something weird. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. So legacy, when I think about that, there's a few different things I think of. That's the biggest thing that I can think of when it comes to not necessarily being happy because I don't, you know, there's not one thing that you can do to be happy. There's like a million things, 
But I think in terms of the ultimate goal and what you want to do in life, if you're chasing the legacy and just being the best person you can be for every single person you encounter, that is going to keep you motivated for the long term. And I want to talk about that in general because there's a lot of things I've talked about in my previous four episodes, which you guys should check out, by the way, because as I'm getting more comfortable doing these episodes, I want to switch it up, but I want to I want to bring the episodes all back to the same major theme at some point, which most of them are similar themes at the end of the day. But I want to bring it all back because the more consistent I am with my thought process and my mindset and stuff, which I am in general, that's why I'm doing this podcast. I just kind of talk and what comes out is what comes out. But I, I want to make it consistent and also bring it back to what matters for, for you guys. So that's what we're going to talk about today because one of the main questions I asked myself when I was writing the notes down for this episode, which by the way, I don't have many. I'm just kind of spewing off the top of the brain here. If I'm a little jumbled, I will do my best to stay on topic, on track, on topic, whatever the word is. Just because, like I said, this week I haven't been feeling too well. I don't know what I was going to do for this week, and I just wrote down random thoughts. So, you know, here we are, just kind of talking about random stuff. So anyway, that'll be the main theme of today's episode. And the question that I kind of wrote down to elaborate on today is, what will people have to say about you when it's all said and done? That thought goes through my mind all the time because it's a twofold thing, right? You don't care about what people have to say about you in the sense that, you know, you're doing your thing and you're doing your best. Like I'm doing this podcast right now and I'm doing my best to better myself every day. And if somebody comes on my, my channel or my, you know, Spotify leaves a review and they're like, your podcast sucks, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, screw that guy because I don't really care what he has to say anyway. But at the same time, it's being consistent in my in in my mind. That's how I think. Being consistent enough to leave a legacy to where people kind of know who you are in, a, in the sense of being genuine and just looking out for the person in front of you being the best person you can be at all times. That's what I go for on a daily basis. And I wrote down that question because I had a random thought this past week. And I'm like, I want to be able to do all the right things and do all the, you know, right by everybody, but I also want to do right by myself. It's a tough balance because you get to a point where you're, you're, you don't want to overextend yourself and do a lot of things for a lot of different people. And then you don't have time for yourself. And that's not what I'm saying. Like you need to take time for yourself and you need to be who you are at some point, alone time. I I saw a a Facebook post, which again, Facebook, you know, why do I still use that? I saw a Facebook post from Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, for those of you who don't know who Dwayne Johnson is, which I'm sure you do, but assuming that not everybody knows who he is, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, big dude, works out a lot. He's in movies, WWE. He posted something to the effect of, I look forward to working out every day for a few reasons, which part of the reason why he's jacked is because he's consistent with it. And I personally wish, well, not necessarily wish, but I'm working towards being consistent with my gym routine as I am with my mindset routine, because I have no problem getting the reps in for my brain every single day. 
calming myself down. Like I'm human. I get emotional sometimes. I get defensive sometimes. But the more consistent behavior of mine is to just not worry about a lot of stuff. And he said, I like to work out because I get, you know, sometimes two workouts a day or whatever. And he's, he has about two hours a day when he works out to decompress. And he takes that time specifically for himself and he disconnects from every single person in his life. Maybe not everybody. You know, I'm sure he would probably be around if there was an emergency. But theoretically, disconnects from everything. And why that's important is because I've learned to realize living by myself and also being a social person because I like to be social. I work in a social environment. I work in retail, which is essentially all social, right? You have to work with customers face to face. And I like that about my job. I like being able to wake up every day and work with the general public, not because of you know, the hours or, you know, the the rude people that are like, oh my God, I'm the most special person in the world. I need assistance now. And, you know, all of that would be a different discussion, but I like it just because I like to talk to people and I like to get their perspective and I like to see the world from their perspective. And any person I talk to, as I'm getting information from them, I'll ask them questions. What do you think about this? Oh, I saw this today. You know, I'm so excited for it. And then I'll wait for their response. Because I love to listen to people, right? And my mind gets distracted sometimes. So I can only focus on one thing at a time for the most part. And humans in general cannot multitask. I think there's like science research behind it. You would have to like flip between one or the other. So if I'm doing something on my phone, like watching a video and if somebody's trying to talk to me, I probably won't hear what they say just because I'm into the video or vice versa. If there's a video playing on my phone and somebody's talking to me and I decide to listen to the person that is talking to me versus watching the video, then I'm going to miss something at some point. So as long as I'm not distracted, which normally I'm not, I'm working with customer, I am most likely just me and them the whole time. And I like to listen. I like to listen to how they think about things. And there's subtle things you can pick up on. So it's pretty easy for me to see what type of person, what kind of I don't even know how to say that. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. What kind of person they are. That that sounds right, right? I can kind of get a feel for the type of person that they are. And it's just interesting to me because there's so many different ways to see stuff. And when I mention, for example, Red's opening day was last week. When I mention that, there's so many different viewpoints, right? Because the first thing that those customers think of is the first thing that they'll say normally. And I had some some people I mentioned opening day with, and they were like, oh, we we don't even, you know, care about the Cincinnati Reds. We're not from here. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I get that information. I ask them where they're from, and the conversation builds from there, right? You can pretty much talk about anything and build a conversation with anybody. And you can make it about them, right? You could just say one general statement, and then they respond to it, and then you just feed off of that. I feel, I feel like that's kind of what comedians do too. They're stand-up comedians that have a general talk point and then they will interact with the crowd a little bit, which is fun because then they, they just spit off the top and, they, and they're naturally funny so they can just say whatever they want to say from whatever the person in the audience says. I think that's great because that gives you, for me anyway, not you, but when I say you, I mean me, which is weird because whatever. 
it gives me like almost like a high from being able to see all these different viewpoints and even learn about them too. When I'm learning about people, I learn about the different businesses that they own, the different jobs that they have done and learning about jobs that they do currently because they'll educate you on pretty much anything. People love to talk about themselves for the most part, especially when it's something that is either rare or something that is uh, a harder skill set that they have, um, you know, something that separates them from everybody else because everybody wants to be different, but ultimately most of us are very similar in, in a lot of different ways. So people love to talk about that. And the coolest thing about my job is to get that out of people because people love to talk if, as long as you know uh, the right things to say to get them to talk. So anyway, that was just um, uh, kind of got me sidetracked. But anyway, that that's what I do on a daily basis. I love to talk. And when I do this podcast, I talk all day. So with that being said, like when I do all of that, I do right by every single person that I interact with, especially at work, because I know that they would do the same for me, especially if I walked into their job and they remember me from when I took care of them. Now they're going to take care of me naturally. I don't even have to ask for it. It's like a lot of people don't understand why all these celebrities get everything for free because they can afford to buy it. Well, why would they buy it? Because the person who can just give it to them for free once the publicity sometimes I mean that could be their motive which is fine most businesses just want to get their name out there and if they give a celebrity something for free then that means that you know the celebrity might just review it they might just like it enough to put it on their social media which you know might have just millions of followers whatever the motive behind it is the celebrity has proven themselves to be good at what they do and now it's everyone else's turn to prove that as well. But they want to give it to them for free because they're just such a, they're viewed as a high profile person, which technically they are, but they're also human like us. You know, they're not any different. They're just really good at what they do and they work hard at it for the most part. That's what separates celebrities from normal people for the most part. I'm not getting into any debates on that either, but that's just kind of how it works. Why would celebrities pay for something when they know just, everybody's going to give it to them for free just because of their name, which I'm not mad at that. They earned their name and they earned their platform for the most part. Some people had it handed to them in some different ways, but most people, I think, I don't even know what the percentage is, but most millionaires are self-made. It's, and it's a very high percentage, like 70, 80%. I want to say that most people who are millionaires are self-made and, and even, you know, a good percentage of that is probably people who are first generation millionaires too. Like people in this 2022 social media world making a name for themselves because they just have more opportunity and they know what to do with it too. Because you have to look for the opportunity and then take advantage of it. You can't do one or the other. Well, I guess you could take advantage of it, but you would still need the opportunity to take advantage of it. It's kind of like a, yeah, it goes hand in hand. So, when you're thinking about legacy, consistently doing the right thing, no matter what, is the winning formula. That it, it just has to happen because you, you only get fit if you're consistently working out, you're consistently eating right, with exceptions. I get it. Always exceptions. I'm saying in general. You only get fit if you are consistently doing the right things and consistently uh, working out, consistently eating, whatever it is. To, to do that specific thing. You only get big in 
any industry you're trying to get into, let's say music, if you want to make it big in the music industry, you only get big by some some part of it is just being naturally good at it. I will say that some of it is luck, but the far majority of it is hard work and consistency. The far majority. If you just put in the work, say you wake up every single day like a Kobe Mamba mentality type attitude, RIP Kobe, miss you every day. If you had that sort of mindset, then it will eventually come without a doubt. And most people, especially celebrities, to kind of bring in that that whole topic and, and you know, bring it full circle. That's what I was looking for. Mostly, most of the celebrities don't care about the accolades. They just love what they do enough to work hard at it. So then you have to look at it from the angle of, do I enjoy what I'm doing? Do I want to do this for 30, 40, 50 years? Mostly just talking about uh, people in my generation. But if you are 10 years, 20 years older than me and you still feel lost, that's okay. You have plenty of time. That's what Gary Vaynerchuk preaches all the time is time. That's why I look up to him so much. And he morphed my mindset into who I feel like I truly am without all the outside judgment. And since I just let that go, it's it's an insane how it worked for me. But the time thing is big. Like you have so much time. And as soon as you just let that go, you can work on the micro stuff, which is what am I doing every single day to make this happen? I promise you, it's just a perspective change that that most of you need. That one little thing to basically kickstart your business, to kickstart your uh, whatever it is. Like, I, I don't care what it is. Like, if you want to learn a new skill, if you want to start baking stuff, I don't care what you're trying to do. If you just do the work, you will get there. And And the mindset switch is some, like, far majority of people, actually, from what I interact with, some people need that. Most people need that actually. I'm, and I'm going all over the place here, but I'll say most people just need that mindset switch instead of the hard work. I know a lot of people that work hard and I know a lot of people that have what it takes to be the person they want to be. Everybody does. They just have to find it and they have to switch the mindset to be able to get into the zone and then go for it from there. Because everything aligns at some point. It's almost like picking a lock. Like you have to align the different pins, the different uh, uh, chambers or whatever they are on the locks to unlock the lock with the, the bobby pin if you're like picking a lock. It kind of reminds me of Skyrim if you guys play that, picking a lock with a bobby pin. You know, you just you get the bobby pin and then you stick in something that unlocks it and then boom. Because everything kind of has to line up right. Just like everything I, I just said, hard work for sure is probably like the number one thing I could do with, with consistency, of course. That's kind of like one and two. Two most important things that you would need to get anywhere, hard work, consistency, a little bit of luck, which we're not going to talk about that because some people make it in two years, some people make it in 20 years. But if you have that mindset, you'll get there eventually. So we'll leave that out. Hard work, consistency, and talent, which if you're naturally good at something, that does help. But I'm convinced that almost anybody can learn almost anything, especially if you want to do it. And then from there, 
you can kind of build your legacy because I think most people will thrive in their natural habitat, like put that in quotes, like what I mean by natural habitat is what they are truly good at and what they truly love to do. And if you can find something that meets both of those requirements, that's when you can start not worrying about other stuff. Because I feel like if I could tweak a few things with my speaking and stay on track and get a little bit more energetic sometimes, like I'm doing a podcast and I feel like the podcast should be somewhat of a of a super smooth, smooth jazz almost kind of voice to where it's easy to listen to. If I was to make a motivational video that's about 10 to 20 minutes long versus a podcast, which mine is about 25, 30 you know, and this one we're going on about 30 minutes right now, but I'll probably go another 15 to 20. So in mine, you know, I just kind of, I feel like anyway, I should just keep a level head, a smooth voice, something that's easy to listen to. And if I was to make a motivational video that was a little bit shorter, somebody who's looking for that extra pep in their step, you know, add some background music and then just go off the top, like super excited, super like, let's get this type stuff. You know, there's a few way, different ways I could do it. And if I just tighten up on some of those things, boom, I think this could be my career. I, I truly think that this could be my career. But I don't know. I'm testing it out. And that's the one thing that you have to do when you're young and irresponsible and not necessarily stupid or dumb or whatever, but just go after everything you might like and eventually one sticks. That's just the most important thing to, to, to know. To, to realize that no matter what happens, you'll at least know what the outcome of that is. I, and I talked about that on my last episode, which by the way, outside of this episode, because I think every new episode that I do is the best. I think the last episode that, that I did is one of my best episodes ever, just over an hour, but it talks about fear, which I think is is super important when it comes to what's holding a lot of people back. And and like I said, a lot of the stuff I talk about goes into the same general theme. It's just looking at it from different angles. There's a lot of different angles that you could look at things and especially the specific scenarios. That was really hard to say, by the way, especially the specific scenarios. It's like a lot of S's in there because the specific scenarios are where people are tested. That's where they they take all the knowledge they got from the motivational video, the motivational podcast, all the stuff that they want to be. And the scenarios that test them are going to be where they can apply that knowledge. And as soon as they start applying that knowledge, that little extra step that they got to do, that's the unlock. It is. It is. And it's just, it's weird because it clicks in a different way for everybody. I know there's going to be a lot of people that will not listen to my podcast in full. They will not like me just because of the way my voice sounds. And that's fine with me because it doesn't click with them, but maybe they go watch somebody else and maybe it clicks for them at that point. And I wish them that for sure. I wish that they find whoever they need to find to say things the right way with the right voice and it clicks for them. Because as I, as I said earlier on the podcast, Gary Vaynerchuk is that person for me. I feel like the way that he said things clicked with me in a way to where it would grab my attention. And then I would, I was able to 
kind of get reeled in. And then eventually it was just a switch. Like one day I was like, man, this is it. Apart from a few different, you know, habit changes that I had, I did make a few promises to myself. I made a promise that every single day I was going to get up and move around for at least however long it takes to close my rings. I have an Apple watch and, and I'm going on like four or 500 days now. It was sometime last year or, or even, you know, prior to that, maybe it was December of 2020, something like that. And that's just my promise to me every single day I put on this watch and not even because I'm obsessed with it necessarily even though it is kind of an obsession if you're doing that for like a year, year and a half, it's just part of my routine now. And I forced myself to get up. Like, why am I, especially when COVID hit, like COVID hit in what, March of 2020 for the most part, that's when everything started shutting down. That's when I hit rock bottom for the most part. You got a social bird like me locked down in my own apartment by myself and, you know, of course, it was kind of nice at first. You get to play video games and you're off work, which for me, I was off work for about a month. And then I got back to work. Thank God. You know, my, my situation was very fortunate, um, you know, a lot more fortunate than a lot of other people. And of course, you know, that was a bumpy ride for everybody. But I was fortunate enough to not have to worry about that. It was just a mental for me. The mental and then just my everyday routine just got disrupted, which just like everyone else's, everyone's got disrupted. You know, I gained a little weight, which wasn't good on my mental either. And I just hit this like rock bottom. And then one day I woke up and I was like, I need to just do this. One day I woke up and I said, I'm going to make this promise to myself to do this every single day because I have to. And I'll build off of that when I get the first part of it down. That right there is super important. You can't go to the top without starting from the bottom. If you can get one thing down and into your routine, then you can do the second, the third, the fourth thing that you want to do. For me, it started with literally just moving every single day. I have a promise to myself to move within my rings here every single day. I have a promise to myself. Some of you guys just need to start with that because I'm a firm believer in, especially with this past week and, and part of today, just being physically sick and, and not wanting to do anything that plays a mental, you know, toll or takes a mental toll on me as well. But you're not giving yourself a chance if you're not trying, you just have to make that promise to yourself to where this is what I'm going to do and it is non-negotiable. You make a deal with yourself and it's non-negotiable. Friends want to go out? Can't. I am doing this today. I'm doing it for myself. Friends want to go out? Nope. Not today. I'm doing this for myself. And it's going to make some of your friends uncomfortable or... Maybe not even uncomfortable, but mad or sad or whatever they, because that's, you know, that takes a toll on them too, which honestly, if your friends don't understand, especially when you tell them that you're doing something for yourself, then they shouldn't be your friends. But they have their feelings too. Like what if they, to be happy in that particular moment, they just wanted to have a social interaction with you and you tell them off, well, fuck them in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? 
Because for me, I overthink things a lot. What if, what if, what if, what if my friend does this? What if he doesn't believe me? And in the very next sentence in my brain, when I'm thinking about stuff, I'm like, why am I even worried about that? For the most part, I'm human. I say it a lot on the podcast. I have emotions. You know, I'm no different than anyone else. I just think of things in a slightly different way. And when I say stuff, I'm being genuine. There's nothing that I say in because it, it, I just have no motive. I don't have a motive to lie to somebody. I don't have a motive to piss off my friends intentionally. I'm, I'm not going to lie to them to do something else that I really want to do. It's just not my style. And I know some people don't have the heart to say no. So they'll make up something and then they don't have to feel bad because they make it look like they can't do something with their friend that day. And so, oh, okay, well, you know, that's fine. Just hit me up next time. And then everything's all good for me. I just straight up tell people like, Hey, I can't do this. I'm busy today. Sorry. Or sorry. You know, I have this going on or this just came up and whatever they think about that is on them. I love my friends to death, but I will not go out and do something. If I can't, I'm not gonna like, that's just too overwhelming for me. I can't make two things work at the same time. And I cannot be two places at the same time either. And personally, sometimes I'll say I'm busy and I really just need mental decompression for myself. I need to do like self-care. And I have no problem telling them that if they need elaboration. Because a lot of my friends are going to be the people listening to this. And I'll tell you right now, I love you so much. But I do not care what you think about what I do with my life on a day-to-day basis. It's a balance. I care about you so much and I love you so much and you're the best friend I ever had. And I think about that about all of my friends, right? Even though I can only have one best friend I ever had, right? We'll put that in quotes. But that's just, I truly genuinely believe that each person I talk to They're just the best person on the planet when I'm talking to them. I truly believe that, especially if they're in my inner circle or or they're somebody I just met. And, And not only that, I go to a lot of shows and if I meet somebody for the first time, it's, it's weird to me because I meet a lot of people and that, you know, generally when I go to a show, I meet at least one person brand new. I just, uh, went to a show on Saturday and I saw about 15 familiar faces. And for me, that makes me happy. I get to go up to them. Oh, what's up, man? You know, dap them up and like have a quick conversation. And I go about my day or go about my show, my night, whatever. And that feels good to me. But I built that up. I met one person who knew a lot of these people who then knew a lot of these people who knew a lot of these people. And then now I'm not best friends with any of them, but I'm just friends with all of them. And they're all familiar faces. And I know that I could go up to any one of those people and and just start talking to them. And there wouldn't be a problem with that, especially in the EDM scene in general. So for me, that's what makes me happy. But I also don't have to worry about that either. I don't have to worry about what they think of me because if they don't like me, they just wouldn't talk to me. And that's cool. I'm not worried about that. I just know at the end of the day, I have to do what makes me happy and it's a balancing act between doing what what makes me happy and 
sharing that with a lot of the people in my inner circle, my family, my friends, whoever it might be. And I think that is the key, sharing it, but not giving it. You're not giving your happiness to somebody else to make them happy. You're not sacrificing something to make somebody else happy. That should not be your mindset. Your mindset should be, let me share this with them because I'm already going to be happy, but I want to share this with them. And maybe they're also going to be happy. So then you just, you get this tight little, um, tight knit friendship or whatever. And you guys meet at the same place to, to do the same thing that you guys both love to do that make you both happy. And that is a perfect scenario, right? Because then you guys are both doing what you love and you guys are both happy and that's, that's fine. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people in your life that don't like the same things. And there's a lot of people that might want to drag you, hey, let's do this on a Saturday. Let's do this on a Saturday. And then you have like four or five friends that might want to do the same thing on the same day, but they're not, or not the same thing, but they want to hang out on the same day and do different things with you. Because that's what I deal with sometimes. And I just straight up tell them, look, I'm busy. Look, I can't because I got this going on. Sorry. I mean, you know, there's no other way I can make it work. And if I would, I could. Because hanging out with my friends makes me happy, but I can't always make it work because I have to take care of myself first. So that should be the moral of the story. When you need to fix something in your life, you take everything that you can't control, take it off your shoulders. And that would be what your friends think. That would be what your family thinks, what anybody said to you at work, what your boss said to you, all of that stuff. You take everything that you cannot control things that you think you can control and try to control it, but you really can't control it, that too. Take all of that and just let it go. And then worry about things that you can control, right? And I get it. Emotion plays a factor. I caught myself worrying about things I can't control this week. It happens. We're human. But the more consistent pattern should be don't worry about that shit because you cannot change it either way. It doesn't matter. It could be a recent breakup and you're just like, oh my God, I can fix this. Let me fix this. No, you can't. The sooner you realize that you cannot fix it until the other person wants to fix it too and you guys meet in the middle, that's when you'll be happy. Maybe not you know, happy about the scenario and the way it happened. But you'll be happier in the sense that you can move forward from it because you did everything that you could do up until that point. But then at some point they have to, you know, hold up their weight too. That's, that's the big key right there. When I say don't worry about things you can't control, I'm talking about situations like that. Somebody breaks up with you, you can't control that. You can do everything you can do to, to win them over. But if they're not interested, they're not interested. And that's fine. Let them not be interested for the both of your sakes. Let them do what they need to do, be happy, so that you can do what you need to be happy. Because if if both people are not happy in their relationship, it's not going to work anyway. And you guys are both going to be miserable. Think about that if you're going through that right now. Because I did go through that during COVID. And it sucks. It really does. Like, but once you realize that you just like overnight, almost, it was like, I was worried about it. And then I'm not. 
it's just a weird thing. Like it just clicked for me. It's it's just so weird. I have one more thing that I need to talk about, and I my notes just went away on my computer. So now I need to pull them up on my phone, which is weird. Oh, okay, here it is. So I saw one thing that I want to kind of ease into my closing statements with, and it was an analogy that kind of fits into legacy and and just being a genuine person all the time, which is hard to do. Again, emotion, all that stuff plays into it. But if you think about it this way, it'll change your mindset, I promise. Ask yourself this question. If you're a gamer, you'll like this too because you, you'll understand it. But if you're not a gamer, I'll explain it real brief so that you can understand the analogy. When you play a battle royale, such as Fortnite or Apex Legends or uh, like Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, you have loot, right? You have your guns, things that you've scavenged throughout the world and you have your loot. Somebody kills you and you drop all of that. And then you either respawn or you don't, but all of that is in the battlefield and they can take it, swap out their weapons and they can upgrade their stuff. My, my one thing with this is I want to hone in on the loot that you drop, all the weapons, the ammo, everything like that. Think about this for a second, because this hit, this hit pretty deep with me and I, I thought it was a nice point to make on the podcast. If you defeated me in battle, somebody defeats you in battle, like theoretical battle, because we're talking about like video games here. What loot do you think I would drop? And I love this question because this question is almost like my Q&A for the week. But it's an, it's an analogy that really hits with me because I'm a gamer, right? That's what I relate to. So I think the more important thing is to try to realize what you relate to and then like what you understand and then try to make analogies to life that fit in with the terms of whatever you're going. Like when I'm talking about finance, you know, my podcast is called Bullish Project and I'm talking about bullish in terms of the finance world because that's what I understand and bullish means that something has a general upward trajectory where it might do this or it might have a six-month downtrend but take a company like Apple for example most people would say that Apple is a good company to invest in because they're just a, a mega giant in terms of technology so overall, most people would say, yeah, that's a good stock to buy, even if they didn't know anything about finance. If you, if you said, should I buy stock in Apple? Almost everybody knows what Apple is and what that company um, does, what they sell. So even though Apple might have like a six-month downtrend, we call it bullish. Like if I wanted to buy Apple – and, and I was bullish on something, that means I think it's going to go up in the long term, which I think of in terms of happiness, because you're always going to have those downward trends and those, those whatever you call the, the, the roller coaster type moments, right? You're always going to have those. But the bullish project is that you, at the end of the day, everything else aside, logically speaking, you think that there is a brighter future for yourself and for everyone around you because you can work towards it as well. It's not just going to be handed to you most times. You do have to work for it. 
but it's the mindset of thinking that it is going to always be better in the future. That That is where I get that from. So to reel it back into the question, ask yourself this, if somebody defeated you in battle, what loot would you drop? And more so, compare it to the legacy you're leaving behind. Because we're only on this earth for like 76 years or whatever the life expectancy is, right? And my generation might be alive a little bit longer. But then everything that happened before we were alive and everything that happens after we're dead doesn't matter to us because we won't be alive to see it, right? And that's that's kind of deep, but I just want to I, I want you to think about that because the limited time that we have, like what will people say about you when you're gone? What loot will you do- will you drop when you're defeated in battle? Will you drop good loot? And people are like not in the sense of like like um beneficiary stuff, like in terms of leaving, you know. Uh, a fortune behind for somebody to like take advantage of. I'm not talking about all that. Like the crime shows when people, you know, kill somebody to get their life insurance money or whatever and make it look like an accident. None of that stuff. Okay. I'm just talking specifically the things that you do in life will, will give you loot in a sense. And if you are mean to that Starbucks barista when you're trying to get your coffee, cause it's taking 10 extra minutes that's like your karma rating in a, in a sense. And then that goes into your loot bag. And eventually when you pass on, you're going to leave behind that loot bag. So ask yourself, what kind of loot are you going to drop? Is it going to be good loot or bad loot? Did you do good things in life or did you do bad things? And if you've done bad things, you also need to realize that you don't need to judge yourself at all. The past is the past. Even if it was yesterday, the past is the past and you can always start fresh and build forward. Even if it takes you a year, two years, 10 years, you can always build towards a better life. But ask yourself that because it's very important. Are you doing right by people or are you doing wrong by people? And if you're doing wrong by people, you you need a serious reality check because that is not the way to win in life. It might win short term if you're scamming people. If you're robbing people, you know, if you're a thief at a store, like whatever it is, you know, any anything in general, like if you're saying mean things to people, whatever it is, it might pay off in the short term, but it will not pay off in the long term. I promise kindness always wins and it will make you more happy if you let everything else off of your shoulders and just be as genuine as you can be to the people around you. All right. And I also think. This is a bonus bit here. Intentions matter, okay? I'm going to clarify something because I don't want to talk about this too much, but to, um, like I said, it's like a bonus bit, so I want to get it out there. When Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, there's a lot of people defending Will Smith. I personally disagree for a few reasons, but... This is the main detail that I want you guys to realize if you're on one side or the other, because I personally am not on really any side, but this is something to consider. I don't believe, based on what I've seen and the evidence I've seen come out, you know, recent weeks, I don't believe that Chris Rock had the intention of making fun of Jada's 
hair loss condition. I personally strongly do not believe that. And with that being said, that takes away any validity in somebody saying, oh, well, he shouldn't be making fun of a hair loss condition. Well, he, he didn't know, right? I saw multiple reports that said Chris Rock didn't, didn't even know that she even had that condition. And then some people take it a step further. Well, how did he not know? It's been everywhere. She did this documentary and stuff. And it's like, none of that matters. He should have known, maybe, you know, because it, it, you know, it turned into this and now he looks like a terrible guy for it. But just put yourself in his shoes. He didn't know that she had a hair loss condition. And in his perspective, the joke was merely a reference to the way that she looked in comparison to the main character of G.I. Jane 2. They look similar. It wasn't meant to make fun of her the hair loss condition because he didn't even know, which means he didn't intend to make fun of something he didn't even know about. So, food for thought, I guess. In today's world, we just have to be more understanding of ignorance, in my opinion. Because he didn't know, well, it, I guess it wasn't necessarily ignorance, it, he just didn't know, right? What's the definition of ignorance? I don't know the exact definition, but ignorance is more or less not knowing and playing the I didn't know card. But he he really didn't know and he didn't have the intention of doing that. So think about that, all right? When somebody is saying something offensive to you, ask yourself if they knew it was offensive to you. Because again, you can't control what other people say. You can control how you react to it. But if they didn't know it was offensive to you, you should cut them some slack, in my opinion. You don't have to. It's your decision. But you shouldn't hold a grudge for that, in my opinion. And the reason why I say that is because it comes back to your self-care. You're going to mentally hold on to a lot of grudges and a lot of things that people say. And it's going to eat at you for the longest time. You're going to be mad. You're going to be mad and sad and, and all this stuff over things that you can't even control, which is things that people say. So ask yourself the next time somebody comes up to you and they're like, they say something offensive to you that they did not think was offensive because they didn't intend to be offensive. I feel like most people are not bad people. I just feel like people blow it out of proportion in the sense of you're attacking me, you know? And it's essentially because it's it's like this, man. Like I'm getting off subject just because I don't have any more notes and, and the episode's almost over. But in the sense of a random person, two reasons why you shouldn't care anything what a random person says. One, they know nothing about you. They're a random person. Two, they know nothing about you. They're a random person. That That just goes without saying. They don't know you. So if they say something then they wouldn't even know if something was offensive to you or not because 
they, you know, if they were going to, if they see something noticeable about yourself, like a last name, like you have a funny last name or something like that, it might be annoying to you, but to them, it's something new and they're going to crack a joke. And if you don't like the joke, that's fine, but give them some slack because they probably didn't intend to be offensive or intend to hurt you at all. Most people just don't do that. So ask yourself that next time. Is the person who's saying this offensive thing to me intending to be offensive to me? Ask yourself that because if the answer is no, or even ask them that, hey, did you intend to be offensive? Which there's other ways you could word that, but did you intend to do that? Hey, I have this hair loss condition, you know, and you just made fun of me not having hair, like that hurts me. Most people would be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I had no idea. Because if they did have an idea, they probably wouldn't make fun of it. Anyway, I'm going to see you guys back here for week seven. And I'm super pumped. Super pumped. I feel like I'm starting to get a flow on this podcast. I'm starting to really open up to a lot of my personal struggles and just setting myself free from those and moving forward, which is what I want for all of you as well. And... You know, at this point, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about next week. Up until this point, I had an idea of like an an episode timeline slash outline, but I have no idea what next episode is going to bring. And here soon, I would love to do a joint episode with my my homie Dave on the just what last, I butchered that Dave. I'm so sorry. I love you. My homie Dave on just last week podcast go check it out if you haven't it's a great podcast he posts on fridays friday fun day i post on motivational monday so it's the best of both worlds you get two episodes a week if you listen to both i think that's a pretty good trade-off so go listen to his podcast as well if you haven't already he's got a ton more episodes than me he's been doing it longer and check out his new episode on friday because he's gonna have a new one because he uploads on fridays anyway i'll see you guys Uh, next week, next Monday for a brand new episode. And we're going to go from it from there. So follow the podcast on Spotify. If you haven't subscribe to the YouTube, if you haven't, please, that would mean the world to me just because I'm starting to get to, I'm starting to get to a point where I want to upload more and I want to put more time into this and I want more people to see it. I feel like I have a lot of value to bring to most people who are struggling and I want to connect with those people and talk to those people. So share it with somebody who thinks, who you think may need to listen to this. And if you haven't listened to my previous five episodes, because they're also a banger as well, my first five episodes, so take it easy on me. I'm not the best at this yet, but listen to those five and then this one again, and then next week, not in chronological order, just because there's no like theme here, but well, there is a theme, but it's not like a, like a episodic theme. You can just listen to them in any order. Anyway, I'll see you guys next week. I love you all so much. Stay happy. Reach out to me if you need me. Ask me a question for next week's Q&A at the end of the episode. If you want, it's going to be bullishprojectpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to me personally if you want. But until then, see you guys next time. Peace out.